Just about to talk to the people real quick about what's really going on. <clears throat> what's really going on in this world. Um, because ain't I'm, nothing new under the sun, right? Ain't nothing new. Hey. <laughs> ain't nothing new. That's what ain't I figured. Shout out to Latanya Sam. She is the um, orchestrator of this project. She gets it all done. And I really want to use this episode really as a shout out to her. Like, everything she got going on. And what, how God is really using her in my life. Um, this is going to be something sentimental, but it's also uh, impactful for everybody listening. Right now, we don't have a lot of facts and evidence, so y'all are going to have to accept this um, coming from the heart, man. Coming from uh, people who just genuinely want to do the will of God. So, And know the truth. This right here is about accountability. This this podcast is gonna be about accountability, um, okay. and I'm gonna use myself for personal testimony because I'm nowhere near where I want to be in life, and a lot of that is obviously um, has to do with you know where I want to be from an economical financial perspective, right? Right, and it's not mainly because of. Uh, lust or pride of life because I want to be somebody. I think those things do play a role, things that I'm working on, but I think what's most important is that as a man, we are being leaders for our families. And you have to lead by example. That's what Jesus did. He was the greatest leader of all time. Um, So, thinking about Latanya, my co-host, she, what she provides to Z3B Enterprises um, is, you know, not just mailing shoes out or setting up landing pages or doing social media ads. All that stuff is productive. It's amazing. But I think the strongest attribute that she brings to the table is accountability. Not only for myself, but herself as well. Um, Oh, wow. I'm a think tank, so I think... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know, when it comes to understanding ideas, concepts, and how they can be applied and understanding the validity of them. But right. you were saying something about pride. What does it mean to be prideful? Pride. And how do you know when your pride is getting in the way? If it's getting in the way, mm-hmm. I would say um, pride. Proverbs says that pride goes before destruction. Mm hmm. And it's a very interesting term because growing up, at least in my household, I don't know if many black families can um, attest to this, but we used to always, I was always told to have pride in my work, right? Have pride in how I look, um, have pride in how I do my work, whatever though that work may have been. Okay. Um, so is pride vain? I thought it wasn't initially until I met a woman of God and she kind of changed my perspective and she doesn't think you should use the word pride at all. She doesn't think you should ever associate the word pride with anything positive. And I know that's contrary to what most people may believe, but like, I kind of agree because I feel like whatever you do, the Bible makes it clear that you should work 
as if you're working towards the glory of God. You should be giving reverence and glory to him, his name, helping other people. We're here for others. So whenever you start to have pride about yourself and what you do, I think it, it's kind of selfish. Mm-hmm. Not in and of itself. It's not totally bad. Thing. I think God, God shares his glory with us to some degree. But it's He like, does. He does. It's like as human beings, we kind of take things too far sometimes. Like we, somebody may say, oh, Zach, you're smart. You're smart. Okay, cool. But then five, ten people start telling you. Mm-hmm. And we like cocky, right? You start to get. I think it just needs to be checked. I okay. Think if God shares His glory with you, it's great. But always give glory back to Him. You know? So, how do you check a person that has a prideful spirit? How do you check them? What is one way you can do it, like without being rude? Uh, I don't think you always have to check them. No. The Bible says that. Um. God is wait the Bible says that I'm trying to figure out remember the specific verse but oh yeah there's a lot of verse about those see I got you but essentially it's saying that ultimately God is the one who's who gets quote unquote revenge or vengeance vengeance comes from the Lord that's what it is vengeance right. comes from the Lord so somebody being prideful or whatever like to me if that's not directly affecting how much money you make how you can take care of your family, how you treat others. I don't I don't think it's our job to necessarily check other people who are being unless it's like inhibiting somebody's growth or your own. Like if it's stopping you from being from serving God some way, somehow, if you can't uh do your best as an individual, then mm-hmm. I, I see some need for it. But like I don't know if that's just my perspective opinion. What do you um, well, in the Bible, it talks about how the angel of light has deceived many. And so I was just wondering how pride, you think pride is being deceived? People are thinking that pride is like, oh, I could be prideful, but also be a saint. Hmm. You're saying you don't think that you can I'm be prideful. I'm not asking you because I feel like, how can you do both? It's like serving two masters, right? That's a good point. It is. It's a great point. Yeah, I think I think you're right. I think you're. I mean, that makes sense to me. Mm. How can you serve two masters? Yeah. I mean, but I think sometimes people. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's deep. Because you know, sometimes you may not know you're right, right, that you're right. serving the master. You know, be and pride. That can master, absolutely happen. You know, the pride of. I mean, that's what worldliness is. It's the problem. And we mean worldliness. What does that mean? What does that entail? Like, the what? The love of... I listened to this guy. This, I listened to this guy. His name is Judah. He's a very brilliant man. And he said, and this is obvious, mm-hmm. but I never thought about it like this, but he said, you should never love anything of this Ooh. world if it's not of God. Okay. Nothing. Nothing. Right. And I thought that's kind of ridiculous. I gotta eat every day. I gotta I gotta go to work. I gotta have a car. I gotta take care. Of it. But I don't think you should love. I think he's right. I don't think you should ever love. Nothing should separate you from from God. And I think whenever you start to love anything else, Romans talks about. Romans one talks about people who started to um, love the creation rather than so, the creator. Yep. And when you start doing stuff like that, you're going okay. downhill. Because in the Bible, it also talks about how God will give you your heart's desire. Right? 
Yeah, when it's in line with his. Good. I agree. So if you're being prideful, is that in God's desire for you to do? So, you Give know, I know, I know a couple people things saying that I'm not going to change because God made me this way. What would you say about that? How can you relate? Like, God didn't really make you that way or did God really? God made Because they don't want to change. They know what they're doing is wrong. They know what they're saying is wrong. But they're saying that God made them this way. How can you say that maybe God wants you to change? Maybe God wants you to strip away things that are not of him. How do you relay that message over? They're so prideful in what they're doing. They don't mm. see the truth. Hmm. How yeah. can you show them the truth? Hmm. I think you have to ask people to really be honest okay. with themselves. Like, it's a whole lot of talk about self-love going like, on and all this stuff. Love is love? And I kind of bought into that for a little while, but... No, self-love. But that really... Love is love. That homosexuality, okay. that's that's coupled right. with it. That's, that's really idolatry is what it is. Anytime you put... <clears throat> elevate anything to the status of what God should be in your life, in their case, it's feelings. So you have to ask these people... You have to ask... It's so interesting to me when Jesus is retorting the Pharisees and the Sadducees he literally is asking like every time they try to trap him or corner him not every time but a lot of the time I would say over 80% of the time maybe 70% of the time he would like ask them a question back because when you do that it makes somebody I think it knocks them off their guard and it makes them question their their own position so if you were to tell me give me an example if we were having a discussion and you were okay um, Okay. Let's say you're gay or whatever, and you're telling me that you know you take your stance with it. We're talking about God. I want to defend God. I want to bring you to the truth. No, I'm the Christian. You're the homosexual. Unless you want to do it. Actually, let's do the real real reversal. I'll be. And you're Christian. Christian homosexual homosexual or just no? Um, there is some. That's possible, but I don't know. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Let's go. Well, okay. Well, we have to go. Okay, okay we, got, we have to go deeper, go deeper. Because we can't let that. Well, if somebody says they're a okay. Christian homosexual, Romans specifically talks about the type of people who won't enter into the kingdom of heaven. And those are people who practice the sins that he listed out. I wish I had my Bible with me. But, okay, let's talk about it then. You said a Christian, a Christian homosexual. Is a what is a Christian? Christ. Mm. Okay. Right. If you were following Christ, what does it mean to follow You're Christ? You're going to do his will no matter what happens. No matter what. No matter. No matter what happens. No matter what people are saying about you. No matter what persecution is coming towards you. No matter. You're going to follow him. You're going to trust in him. Even when you don't see that he's there, you're trusting that he's going to carry you. How in the world could you do that? How in the world could you have that attitude and still be a lover? That's when pride comes flesh? in. Is it possible? You can't. You said earlier to me that you can't serve two masters, but you just said a Christian Ooh, homosexual. That was good. How is that it's possible? Not. How is that possible? 
I think about this a right. lot for people who masturbate and people who are fornicators. Wouldn't you we would have because you're opening another portal. Or people who... Or, and that's something they don't know what they're doing. They're making an agreement with a demonic spirit. And they're masturbating. When they do what? When they're um, doing all those simple things out there. I'm not saying I'm a saint. I know I've done simple things, but I have made an agreement with God.